Thank you for listening to The Only Way Is Up, where we pit science and homeopathic remedies against each other to arm you in the battle of good mental health. The ideas expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only. If you have a medical condition, please contact a trained healthcare professional. For additional information and content, join us on Patreon, and otherwise, enjoy the show. Hey everyone, Chris G here in studio today by myself. Uh, Jack is not joining us today because he is out doing police things, but I wanted to throw a podcast your way regarding cold exposure. Now this is going to be a short one, uh, but nevertheless wanted to, uh, I felt like this was an important topic, um, one that we covered a little bit before, but I want to cover in more uh, more in depth. Uh, cold exposure, this is something that's trending. I'm sure most people that are probably listening to this podcast have even heard of cold exposure at this point. And what is cold exposure? Though, uh, basically, it's where you force yourself to get into a cold bathtub, a cold shower, cold body of water, uh, just out into the cold. Uh, Generally speaking, it is better to be in cold water than it is cold air. Uh, It's more effective for what what we're trying to accomplish. And the reason, of course, being is because, well, if you've ever stepped outside in, like, let's say, 45-degree air, you could probably even do that in shorts and a t-shirt with no problem. But if you've ever jumped into 45 degree water, by the way, I'm talking Fahrenheit, not Celsius. But if you've ever jumped into 45 degree water, you know that it is absolutely frigid cold and uncomfortable. And most people probably couldn't even do it for uh, 30 seconds, much less a few minutes. So uh, cold exposure, why is it good? Short answer is uh, it's good for things like inflammation, it improves your sleep, improves your energy, but scientifically speaking, what it does is it provokes somewhat of a stress response, which helps your body heal, but then also gives you a big, very lasting boost of dopamine. So there's a lot of a lot of research on cold exposure and how and why it is good for you. Uh, on top of that, uh, there are two kind of schools of thought, which is basically once you do the cold exposure, should you jump into some heat? Well, what they've kind of discovered is that basically if you jump into some 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 heat immediately after cold exposure, you may not get the metabolic or fat burning effects that cold exposure is also capable of doing. So yes, if you want to lose weight, you can do cold exposure and that is a great way to lose weight. However, if you jump into a sauna or a hot tub after your cold exposure, you may reduce, if not eliminate those inf- effects entirely. However, if you are somebody that wants to do the cold exposure, but you just absolutely have to get into some heat afterwards, I'm probably one of those people. Uh, Sometimes I don't jump into heat afterwards, but I do most of the time. You are still gaining the mental effects, the dopamine, the the decrease in depression, the decrease in anxiety, the decrease or the the, the increase in, in, uh, um, I'm sorry, decrease in inflammation. So... So yeah, I mean, there's there's some great benefits to doing cold exposure, even if you jump into some heat afterwards. Um, and again, namely, I would say the dopamine effect. Now, this is purely anecdotal, but I do want to give a backstory here on why, basically the purpose of this podcast, really, which was to say that uh, I stopped doing the cold exposure for probably several weeks during winter. There was a few reasons as to why, but the first, the, the first reason was... Um, uh, namely, that it was very hard to get motivated to go out into the cold and then jump into an ice tub. Um, I think most people can probably agree with that. That that do cold exposure, that it's it just feels worse. Obviously, when you're when you're walking outside into 35 degree weather and then jumping into a a uh, tub that's 35 degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, it's it's absolutely brutal. But 
Um, well, actually, before <laughs> I was, I was going to say, this is really, that's almost the optimal time to do it. The, the mental effects that you get from being able to sort of push yourself through that is just absolutely incredible. But in any event, so I skipped doing the cold exposure uh, for a few weeks, and then I got sick. Now, there's a lot of good science and data to, to, to show that, that doing cold exposure also helps you reduce things like getting the flu, getting a cold, because it improves your immune response in your body. So yeah, I stopped doing the cold exposure and I got sick. I was doing it, by the way, probably about four, I would say on average about four times a week. And what I would do is I would get into an ice tub, um, probably that's about 39 degrees. I have a water chiller, 39 degrees Fahrenheit, and then stay in there for about three minutes. I was doing 10 minutes at about 50 degrees, maybe even about like 47 degrees I was doing 10 minutes. But then as I started lowering the temperature, I started doing it for about uh, three minutes. Now, that's about all you need. So the, the, the data suggests that basically you only need about maybe three minutes per session and maybe about 12 minutes per week. Uh, to, to really reap the benefits of, of the cold exposure. Anyway, what I had found that uh, not only then after I got sick, but then just not doing the cold exposure, um, I just found that there was a general decrease in my mood. Uh, there was an increase in apathy. Um, there was an increase in anxiety, an increase in overall just sort of feeling like blue, I suppose. Um, I was... When, as I was basically getting off of some anti-anxiety medication, using the cold exposure was a great way to sort of keep me in a good mood and, and um, uh, you know, help me get through the, the uh, weaning off of the pills. Uh, so, um, so again, this is purely anecdotal, but uh, I just want to, you know, out of, out of an, an experience here, I, I can't stress enough how good this cold exposure is for you, uh, not, not just physically, but mentally. And I think the proof is in the pudding that as soon as I stopped doing the cold exposure, I did notice a, uh, a decrease in my mood. Um, you know, again, not, not, not for the good. Um, and also, um, uh, I, I got sick. I mean, you can probably even hear that I'm a little bit congested. So, uh, so yes, uh, the importance of cold exposure. It is, um, especially if you are somebody that's, that's uh, really trying to improve their mood, um, decrease anxiety, depression, uh, apathy. Uh, cold exposure is absolutely fantastic for that. I highly recommend that you do it and take it from me. As soon as I stopped, um, I you know didn't feel as good, so I am going to start my cold exposure back up again, um, and then hopefully we'll see an increase in you know mood and and uh, overall health. Um, by the way, cold exposure is also good for things like blood pressure, um, sleep disorders. I mean, it's the, the the gamut of of it is just it's uh, it's great. And and they're now, by the way, talking about heat after cold exposure. The health benefits of sauna are being explored very widely these days, and they're they're um, they're, they're excellent as well. So, uh, basically, if you do have um, you know a sauna or a hot tub or something that you can jump into afterwards, again, if you're not looking for the metabolic or fat burning effects from cold exposure, um, then get into that sauna too. It's really really good for you, good for your blood circulation and all that. So, anyway. Um, hope this was helpful, but, um, you know, obviously reach out to us if you all have any questions about cold exposure or our experience, and uh, we will be back with another episode really soon. 